Welcome to the Health with Hashimoto's podcast. Today, let's plan for the best 2024 possible in your health. I don't know about you, but I absolutely love fresh starts. The start of the year is so fun. It feels so hope-filled. Like, we could do anything this year. And I know every single year has good things and it has bad things. It's going to have high points. It's going to have low points. We're going to have struggles, but there are going to be things that we can celebrate. And planning and incorporating things right now to impact our next year is crucial. Because if you just let things go, then entropy happens. And if you remember from physics, entropy is when things like fall apart. And it happens in life. It happens in every aspect of our life. Body, mind, spirit, diet, environment. If you don't plan, then things kind of go sideways or fail. So let's plan for the healthiest 2024 possible. So here on the Health with Hashimoto's podcast, I always strive to help you explore the root causes of your autoimmune condition. I always want to give you holistic solutions so that you can address your own health. I want you to be able to find simple and sustainable solutions for your own situation. Every single person is bio-individual. You are unlike anybody else on earth. You are unique. You are special. You are valuable. The challenges and the tools that you have are slightly different than anybody else. You are special. Let's figure out how you can make the most of 2024. So in episode, oh, it was, I think, 71. In episode 71, the title was Find Encouragement on Bad Autoimmune Days. In that episode, I gave you a download link so that you can get the Transform Your Year workbook. And we're going to continue that workbook today. In episode 71, we talked about how you can look back and you can figure out what to sell. Celebrate because there are always things that we can celebrate. And when you're having a hard day, it's really easy to like only look at the negative. We look at the gap. We look at where we want to be and we realize we're not there yet. And it's easy to forget how far we've come. So in episode 71, I gave you some tools on what to do when you're having a bad day. And I gave you that link. If you did not download your workbook yet, it is totally free. The link is down in the show notes. It's called the Transform Your Year Holistic Health Evaluation and Map. I created this originally on my birthday. Now, my birthday is in June, so I get to have this fresh start about six months apart. I get the new year, and then I get my new year on my birthday. So I usually do this evaluation and mapping process twice a year because it fits on my birthday and New Year's. You can choose to do it whenever you want. Maybe you want to do it quarterly. Maybe you want to do it just once a year. Whatever works for you, I do encourage you to do some sort of evaluation, see where you are, and a map of where you want to go. A quick recap of the first couple pages, we went through each aspect of the whole you, body, mind, spirit, diet, environment. And for each one of those, you have some journaling area of what's going well or what am I proud of? What is my biggest challenge right now? And then for each of those areas, I asked you to journal, if a miracle happened tonight while I was sleeping, when I wake up tomorrow, how will I know? 
what do you want to see happen in each of those areas of your life? So that was episode 71. And I will note that I have two versions of the workbook. When you download it, if you print the first half, it's really pretty. And if you print the second half, it's still pretty, but it will save your ink. It's a lot more um, ink friendly because ink is not cheap. So let's talk about the second half of your workbook, which is your map for the future. The first half of the workbook is journaling to figure out where you have been and where you are now. It's the evaluation part. But right now, at the start of a new year, we want to look forward and we want to plan out what we want to happen. So after you do your evaluation, take a look at that. Look at the five different sheets of paper and what stands out to you as needing the most focus on. What feels the most important. It could feel the biggest, or maybe to you it feels not the biggest, but it feels the easiest to transform. And sometimes you need a win. You absolutely need that that little dopamine hit of, yes, I did this. I completed it. And sometimes it's not just the dopamine. You just need that encouragement. Like, I mean, I'm going to admit, I love to make a checklist. And when I'm making the checklist, sometimes I will put make a checklist on my checklist so I can check it off because checking that little box gives me that little tiny hit of dopamine. And I love that little sense of accomplishment. But sometimes it's not about that. It's about you need to build encouragement. You need to know that you can do it. You need to see that you can succeed. So when you're looking at your evaluation, pick one thing and what is it going to be? And then on page seven, if you're doing the first half of the workbook, so then it would probably be on page, let's see, we have page 16 if you're doing the printer friendly one. You're going to write down again journaling, my biggest challenge right now is what? Now, this could be your biggest challenge overall, or it could be the biggest challenge of what you want to work on. So an easy win. And then you're going to journal, how did it begin? What is the root? So for me right now, my biggest challenge is probably my addiction to my phone. I am on my phone all the time and I use it for work. And so it's not like I can just delete social media from my phone because I use it to talk to you. I record reels. I do, I try to stay really consistent in my stories. If you're on social media, if you're on Instagram or Facebook, I really try to stay um, in my stories a lot because I feel like that's real life on the feed that's curated. And of course, stories are curated too, but you see more real life in stories. And I love sharing that. And I love looking at other people's. It's a community. I really feel connected to other people. But at the same time, I spend too much time there. So one thing that I'm going to focus on this year is cleaning up that environment. Now, it's not the environment like around me, but it's what I'm surrounding myself with because I'm always on social media. So what is my biggest challenge right now? It is my addiction to social media, to Instagram, to Facebook. I'm on Reddit because it's a great community. I have um, Hashimoto's stuff in there. I am on, let's see, I feel like there's another place. Oh, I'm on X, um, you know, formerly Twitter. And I love it because people are not censored anymore. And 2020 was a huge year of medical censorship. Absolutely huge. 
And it was super disheartening because in the medical world, I really valued my times in the emergency department when I could have differing opinions with other nurses and doctors and we would talk through it and we would see how did you come to your conclusion? How did I come to my conclusion and what is going to be best for the patient? It was wonderful when we could talk that out. And during 2020, there was no discussion and that was really frustrating. And so I really value my time on Twitter or on X because there is now conversation. And that's so refreshing after the past couple of years. So anyway, I'm on those different platforms. And in all, I spend several hours a day on those platforms and it drives me crazy. And yet the next day I do the same thing again. So I'm going to journal. What's my biggest challenge? I just told you, how did this begin or what is the root? And I can tell you, I am, I'm old. I'm 40 something, 43. 44, I think. Well, how did it begin? It began by staying in contact with family. I lived in Alaska before Facebook was even a thing. I think I lived in Montana when Facebook started. Um, maybe I was still in Alaska, but you know, I lived hours and hours and hours away from family. And Facebook was a way to stay connected with family and friends. So that's how it began. It didn't begin bad. It still isn't bad. The reason I am on social media is to connect with others. And I'm on Instagram to connect and to tell you about what I have as well, because I have a business and I have a family to support. So why am I on Facebook? Mostly connection with friends and family. Why am I on Instagram? For connection with my community and also to share what I am selling so that I can support my family. How did it begin? That's how. What is the root? The root right now of all of the hours is probably that dopamine hit. We know that social media is addicting. We know that the algorithms are designed to keep us coming back and to give us hits of dopamine because they know what feeds addiction. And so what's the root? It's probably that a dopamine addiction because I don't want to do hard things. I have noticed that when I am getting stuck, like if I have writer's block or if I'm in the middle of grading a chemistry paper and it is, or chemistry test worksheet, and it's really hard for me to grade, um, I notice that I want to pull out my phone because that's easy and it gives me a quick hit of dopamine. So how did it begin? What is the root? Those are my answers. What about for you? What is your biggest health challenge? How did it begin and what is the root? And, you know, I'm talking about social media and my phone and you're like, well, Esther, we're talking about Hashimoto's and we're talking about health, but everything is related. Everything is related. Your environment, my environment is related to everything else. It's related to my stress. And of course, stress is huge in autoimmune. What you focus on, on your phone what you surround yourself with impacts how you eat and how you eat impacts your autoimmune problem. It, it, it impacts how you're going to heal. What you're focusing on before bed impacts how you sleep. And when is your body healing and repairing things? It's while you're sleeping. Everything is related to everything. So it doesn't matter what you pick from those previous five pages. If you pick something that you wrote down for your body or for your mind or for your spirit, or for your diet, or for your environment. Whatever you pick is going to impact you as a whole. It is going to impact 
your whole health because everything's related. So we talked about the biggest challenge. How did it begin and what is the root? And then the next thing you're going to journal about or you're going to write down is what do I want? What do I want to happen? And why do I want it? What's going to be different if my health improved in this area and who would benefit? You might not have enough space on that one sheet of paper to answer all of those those questions. You can pull out another sheet of paper. That's totally fine. But think through it. The bigger and the more um, the more real you can make this section, the more impact it will have on your mapping and on your going forward. When you know, when you really feel why this is important, when you can see in your mind who would benefit and how they would benefit from your changes, that is going to impact how you go forward. It's going to make it easier to implement changes because you know why you're doing it. You know who it's going to affect. Now, of course, my addiction to my phone, to social media, is it going to affect me? Yes, obviously. But does it affect my family too? It does. And I think every mom knows that. We know that we don't want to be looking at our phone when our kid is talking to us. So I've been trying to like put it in my pocket or put it down. But have you seen, I think his name is Simon Sinek. Is that his name? On, um, He did a TED Talk. And he borrowed a phone from somebody in the audience. And he just held it casually. It wasn't on. He didn't know the password or anything. He held it in his hand. And he asked the audience, do you feel like I am giving you all of my attention right now? Or do you feel like my attention is on this phone, even though it's off? And, and it's true. We feel like attention is divided if somebody is even holding their phone. So who's going to benefit if my health improves in this area? My whole family is going to benefit. And then there's one more question to answer on this page. And that is, what is one thing I can do to solve this challenge? I tell you at the beginning of pretty much every episode, we're always looking for solutions that are both simple and sustainable. If it's not simple, you're not going to do it. I mean, let's just face it. You might do it for a little while if it's challenging, but probably not for very long because we also need it sustainable. We need it both simple so it can get done and sustainable so we can continue doing it. That is what this last answer box is for on this page of the worksheet. What is one thing I can do to solve this challenge? What can you do? For me, I'm going to have to look at the apps of, you know, those timer apps because I've got an iPhone and it tells me when I've exceeded my time or when I've used up my self-appointed allotted time for social media, but it's really easy to skip. And so I do. So maybe for me, it's looking at an app that actually locks me out because I really like to do my stories in the morning. Um, I drop my kids off at the bus and then I come home and I do, uh, I'll let out the chickens and I'll let you say hi to the chickens, let you see them or whatever. I, I love to do those stories in the morning. So I don't want to delete the apps from my phone completely. So it's something that I'm gonna have to figure out on my own, not during the recording of this podcast. What is one thing I can do to solve this challenge? What is one thing you can do to solve your challenge? And then the next page is 
all, all about that one thing. What is your new routine going to be? If it's diet related, if you decided you're going to eat more vegetables, you know that you know greens are really good for your liver and you know that your liver um, detoxes estrogen and you know from listening to the estrogen episode that I did that estrogen dominance is a really big deal with Hashimoto's. So you know that you need to deal or help your body deal with the excess estrogen. And one way that you're going to do that is by increasing your greens to help your liver. So what is your routine? How are you going to incorporate more greens into your diet? That's what you're going to do in that first box. And then the second box is really important. What's the trigger going to be? How are you going to remember to do this new routine? When I was practicing um, diaphragmatic breathing, I teach this in the Holistic Hashimoto's course. Week two is all about stress. And one thing that you can do for your stress to instantly impact it is change your breathing. And when I was first learning this, my trigger for remembering to do a diaphragmatic breath was when I got in the car, I put on my seatbelt and that was my trigger. And it started off because my kids were younger at the time and getting everybody into the car was stressful. And so I knew that by the time I got into the car and sat down in my seat, got everybody buckled and all of that into the car seats, I was usually stressed. So buckling my seatbelt was my trigger that, oh my goodness, wait, it's time. It's time to relax. It's time to take a deep breath. It's time to do some diaphragmatic breathing. It's time to relax my jaw and my shoulders. And it's time to de-stress. That was my trigger. What is your trigger going to be? You want to create that trigger so that you remember to do this because we don't want to just go through this workbook and then not do anything. The goal is to have a healthier 2024. So we want to make sure that we're working on it. So what's your trigger going to be? And then what does the trigger trigger? What does it start? Ideally, you're going to figure out a micro habit, something that takes 60 seconds or less. In the book Atomic Habits, I think he talks about a micro habit being of putting on your shoes. If you know that you want to go for a walk, if you want to do more exercise, your micro habit is not going to be the whole walk. You're, you're going to have a trigger and then your micro habit is going to be grabbing your tennis shoes and putting your shoes on. Or maybe, you know, for you, it's putting on your sports bra because nobody wants to wear that all day. So you put that on and then you know you're going to go for a walk because you want to get out of that sucker. So what is the micro habit that you're going to do when you are, when you have that trigger of your new focus, what you're going to do? And then there's the last box. I will restart by doing blank. Let's face it. In the beginning of the year, we are all full of hopes and dreams, and I love it. Be full of hopes and dreams. Embrace them. Look at them. Plan for them. Let's have an amazing 2024. But we also know that we will fail. We will forget to do this new routine. We will maybe not forget. We're just going to choose not to do it we will mess up at some point. So make a plan right now for how are you going to resume? How are you going to restart? What are you going to do? Make sure that you give yourself grace because we all screw up. It is part of being human. We will all mess up. And the thing about being human too is that we all get to have fresh starts. 2024 
January 1st, it is a fresh start. The first of every month, it is a fresh start. The first of every week, it is a fresh start. Your birthday, it is a fresh start. We are given so many fresh starts. Every single morning is new. I love it. I hope that you know today that you are valuable. I hope that you had a really good 2023 and that 2024 is even better. And don't forget, if you're listening in real time, if you catch this episode before the, the end of 2023, I have a massive sale for you on the Holistic Hashimoto's course. If you're listening in January, I also have a January sale. It is not as big as the December sale, but head down to the show notes. In the show notes, you will see the Transform Your Year workbook. You can get that as a free PDF. And then there's also a link to the Holistic Hashimoto's course because I want you to have the tools to be able to change your health, to have a step-by-step guide for your Hashimoto's. I want you to know what your root course root causes are and to be able to address those, to identify and focus on those root causes because that is what matters. When you address the root causes, you make a difference and what's causing your symptoms. So let's focus on that together. Hop over into the Holistic Hashimoto's course. I will see you there. I'll also see you next week on the Health with Hashimoto's podcast. This podcast is for informational and educational purposes only. Please be sure to discuss any concerns and plans with your trusted healthcare professional.